With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. English across the pond. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of English Across the Pond. This is a podcast just for you, an English language learner. And I am half of the people who present this show. My name is Dan, and I'm from England. Hello, and I'm Jennifer from the US of A. We bring you real conversation, chat, vocab, lots of fun, and a language focus free every Friday. And if you're listening along, congratulations, because Jennifer and I talk at a natural native speaker speed. We don't slow things down. Uh Uh-uh. This is real English. So... If you're listening along and can understand most of what we say, that's amazing. However, if you're missing some words, some phrases, vocabulary, if you don't understand everything we say, then you should consider becoming a member. When you become a member, you get a study plan every week. A study plan? What's that? In the study plan, which goes directly into your inbox every Thursday, you get a weekly goal, a study goal, you get a transcript, everything we say, every word, nothing is a mystery. You will see every word we say written down, the key vocab with definitions, listening exercises, comprehension questions, language focus, and probably the best bit, you get video feedback on your writing so you'll get a message from me a personal message about your mistakes in your writing and an actual video of us replying to your speaking so listening speaking reading writing vocab grammar i I mean it's it's everything really everything if you're interested if you'd like to know more englishacrossthepond.com slash G-O-L-D. That's englishacrossthepond.com slash gold. And you can find out more information there. We are growing week by week by week. So please come and join us. Take the next step and learn English even faster. Jennifer! Hello! Have you got your elbows on the table? I have my (laughs) elbows off the table the two bottoms of my feet planted on the ground, <laughs> Good. and a napkin in my lap. <laughs> a napkin. 
gorgeous. Now, first of all, I just want to like turn back time. When you were little, Jennifer, you know, like say, I don't know, eight, 10, 12, was it a big thing in your family as you sat around as a family? Like, was it something that was very important to the family, table manners? I feel like an animal if I say no. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you can say no and qualify, quantify it, qualify it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we, you know, I don't remember learning like, well, no, I absolutely did not go to any type of etiquette school mm. to like learn manners. I know those exist. Finishing school. Um, is that what it's called? Mm. Finishing school? Yeah. I think it's called etiquette school in the US, mm -hmm. maybe. Mm -hmm. and yeah, so I didn't do any of that. And then when we sat around the table, there definitely wasn't like elbows off the table that I remember. Maybe they did it a couple of times mm. and maybe I, we kind of just learned it naturally or maybe we learned by watching it because I know that that's rude. I knew that that was rude. I know mm. and knew that you shouldn't wear your hat at the table. All right. I'll take my hat um, off. Oh, yeah, here. Yeah. But... Um, it definitely wasn't like a when we sat down like okay kids are your napkins in your lap uh, elbows off the tape like it wasn't any part of the routine does that make sense totally yeah 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 but you learned maybe by osmosis or, or or maybe it's kind of like a common sense to it kind of thing i think so yeah mm. and maybe like i'm trying to imagine when your elbows are on the table you know, your body is almost kind of leaning forward, right? Slouch. Slouching. So mm. I think it more would probably be like, oh, hey, sit up straight. Or like, hey, why don't you sit up in your chair? Yeah, rather than like it that. being like sort of authoritarian kind of. Yeah, or that just feels a little bit more natural. Like, oh, in your chair, we like sit up. And so when you'd sit up, your elbows would kind of naturally come off the table. So it wasn't as much of sit up, elbows off the table, you know? I'm sensing quite a happy vibe. Um, around the dinner table, would that be, yeah, kind of like people chatting and just, you know, relaxed and is that, was it nice? Yeah, we didn't really do, I don't remember like fam, we did not, definitely did not do family dinners around the table together every night. Yeah, sure, sure. We did not. There was some nights that we would, I definitely feel like there was some nights that maybe like my mom would work late or, you know, hmm. my dad would be working. So sometimes not everyone would be together. Yeah, there was sure. definitely some TV trays in front of a TV kind of eating. Yeah, yeah. Do you call outside. it TV dinners? A TV dinner is one of those microwavable dinners. Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we just had dinner, but in front of the TV, yeah, which sure. I know is like sounds so bad. I feel like like saying that because I don't I don't want to do that now at all with my family and I'm not trying to criticize my family but you know what I mean <laughs> yeah but I think that we as a family often sit around together but sometimes honestly just because like it's just one of those days we all have dinner there's only three of us but we all have dinner at completely different times sometimes it's just like life happens doesn't it yeah, it does. And we're all unique individuals. And I think I would say that so long as like you, you know, your household and your family, so long as you're striving to eat sort of like the best way that you can as often as you can, then it doesn't really matter sometimes if it, you just crash and burn and all just have pizza in front of the TV, you know. Truth. Don't beat yourself up. Yeah, exactly. Ask me the same question. Hey, Dan, were yeah. table manners important to you when you were young? Or, or painfully so. Really? Oh, it was really bad. It was my dad. And he was sort of, 
he was a bit like authoritarian and wanted to like maybe show his power or something like that. So good every not every meal time and but you know the way I remember it is almost like every meal time. And I think um, there must have been other times as well where he didn't say anything. But it was put your soft food on the knife uh, first, sit up straight, make sure you chew properly. Oh, it just went on and on and on and put and- your soft food on your knife on your first? fork sorry on your fork did i say okay knife? got it sorry yeah yeah, yeah. Fork first yeah and um also just like over and over and over it's like you've already said that like five thousand times over the past 13 years you know what i mean so back yeah, off dad yeah so it wasn't um and as i say i'm sure we had some really fun times like at dinner as well but my overriding sort of memory is just kind of like it's not very good it's not very nice which is not to say i had a bad upbringing but for some reason at, at, at dinner father went into far <laughs> father overdrive oh man yeah so so go ahead if anybody out there suffered or is suffering with someone who's like elbows off the table sit up straight excuse me can i leave the table please and you know i i feel you i know where you're coming from it does get better oh so growing up with that way and Mm. having that experience and those memories with and around dinner Mm. and table manners Mm. did that affect does that affect how you're raising your daughter that is a very interesting question because I now <laughs> am very reluctant to kind of in inverted commas train my daughter to eat properly because I had it so much <laughs> but there are times when I look over <laughs> and I think what the hell is, what are you doing it's like she's doing sort of like uh, she stabs her fork into the meat and then is uh, and and I say to her look you know I don't want to go on about this um, and I don't want to make a big thing about this. But, you know, you must be aware that there are sort of better ways to eat. But when you're with me, you know, just relax. But, you know, make sure that if, you know, people might judge you by the way that you eat. So you should make an effort to eat nicely when you can. And we maybe at some point I'll need to just give her a couple of pointers. But I don't really want to, like I say, because it just kind of echoes, you know. Yeah. Um, Interesting. Yeah, yeah. So we've mentioned a couple. What advice would, you know, say someone said, you know, I've no idea about how to eat kind of like the right way. Or let's say like, I know this is kind of but like the American way. I know it's not just American, but like, what would a couple of tips be for good table meals? You know, what's so funny is I, like, I really, really remember at a just regular family dinner. Like we definitely never like set up the table. It was like, well, maybe we would, maybe we'd like set some plates down, but it was never like, can you please set the table and like put a plate and put a knife and a fork and a cup. And did did you guys? Oh, totally. It was like with a ruler. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Much more relaxed. But I, of course, like if we were eating something that required a knife, we would definitely have like a knife mm-hmm. at the table. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a butter knife to like spread the butter, but I, I don't really like. I have a very clear memory of like using my bread, my like dinner bread, mm. to like scoop the food on, like the last bit of food onto yeah. a a fork. Yeah, 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 and I don't remember like fork or knives being a huge part of it. It honestly, wow. I swear, it wasn't until I went to Brazil. Mm. And like lived with my in-laws that like not like their table was set. They had forks and knives. Everyone used a fork and knife. And I used it. I'm like, God, this is so much easier to like (laughs) complete your meal. So then I started observing like, 
<laughs> is that an American thing to mm. like not really use a knife? Mm. And I can't say, I, and I'm not going to say like Americans don't use knives at the table because that's nonsense. Of course they mm. do. And especially mm. if someone went through like etiquette school, I'm sure they do. Yeah. But I, I notice a lot. Like I notice a lot with friends, like oh. in different types of situations of people not using knives. I'm like, oh, good. Cool. I wasn't a total like wild like forest child i don't know yeah but um so what you would use instead of a knife is some part of your grab hold of some part of your meal is that right it would be like the dinner roll yeah yeah sure sure and so then like the dinner roll you know you scoop like kind of the food onto the fork and then your dinner roll you know as an indirect or direct thing has like the goods of your dinner on the roll and then you take a bite of the dinner roll and oh yum delicious yeah 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 whereas when you were enjoying that what i was doing was eating my soup from around the edge because it's cooler there first <laughs> <laughs> like you know please yeah. and you and when you're finishing your soup you finish by tipping the bowl away from you oh yeah yeah fun days <laughs> i'm like now i'm imagining but I think your question to me originally was like, what are, what are good? Yeah. Oh, what is good table manners in America? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I would definitely say sitting up straight, not taking, not wearing a hat at the table, mm. not slouching over the table, not having your elbows on the table. It's very polite to have a napkin in your lap when mm. you're eating. This includes at a restaurant. Mm. Absolutely, of course, no burping at the table. <laughs> Oh, yeah. no like making obscene noises like yeah. you know uh, i don't know bodily noises just keep them keep them away from the table and i think also uh, um certain topics you know sort of like subjects that are like i'm trying to eat you know there's certain topics just about kind of disgusting things which is sort of like yeah this is fine this is like i'm not really against this conversation but i'm trying to eat while i'm eating totally <laughs> Yeah. Totally. Um, Can I, what about, um, because this this is like, for me, this I would have been shot dead on the spot. What about licking your knife? I knew. I don't think you should do that. No, it's dangerous, isn't it, for a start? <laughs> Especially if it's a steak knife. Ouch. <laughs> yeah, quite right. Have you ever been to like a really, really posh, swanky do where there's been like three knives, seven forks? Like you think, oh my God, what, have you ever been to a really posh do? Uh, yeah, I mean, I've been to posh places. I think when there are um, maybe even like catered kind of events that are not super, super posh, mm -hmm. but it's catered and uh, what's the word I'm looking for? following all etiquette yeah there's like three spoons three knives ten forks <laughs> what's, a what's little your, uh, what's your uh, method of attack <laughs> <laughs> ask the person next to me i guess hey or do what they <laughs> do. i don't know do what they do or kind of just like follow along i couldn't tell you what what the little spoon is for like soup right yeah, I don't know, <laughs> maybe. But you, know, you went to, you, come on! No, no, I think I know, though. I think I know. Oh, yeah. I think what you do is you use your cutlery from the outside. From the inside in. Oh, dang. <laughs> <laughs> you knew it, you see. No, I was going to say the inside out. You said the outside in. I think it's from the outside in. I think, I think. Uh... We can get, could all our etiquette 
expert cutlery expert listeners please write in and tell us what to do when we go to a posh dinner and have lots of knives and forks um the i am i was trying to uh quickly google it but what about how do you hold your fork and knife Mm, good is there a proper way yeah (laughs) Um, it's hard to sort of talk about it. I'll put a diagram in the study plan for our members. You hold the knife. Is it not like a pen? You put the handle of the knife into the palm of your hand? Put knife in the palm of your hand, okay. The handle of the knife in the palm of your hand. Um, and yeah, and, and the fork, just like normally, I think, you know, you just, not like, uh, and you don't hold them like with your fists, you know, you hold them with your kind of like fingers and things. It's hard to describe. Yes. But if anybody wants to come round to my house, I can show them, you know, um, um, yeah, I'll give a demonstration. Um, one word, chopsticks. Chopsticks! Which for some reason I've just thought of in Chinese. Quite How are you with chopsticks? I I am good. I learned it as an adult. Mm. Fun, isn't it? It is so fun. Uh, we're trying to teach our son. I mean, not oh. trying to teach him. When we go out, we give him chopsticks, and he like tries to use them. So some places have like the little cheat cheat things that you put them on, and they squeeze for you. So it's fun to watch him use those. I've no. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? No. What? What? Oh, so. Like, it's usually for kids, or they're, like, called, like, chopstick trainers or something. There's a little piece of plastic, Mm. and they, like, they bend. So they have these little, like, grooves that you, like, snap each chopstick chopstick Mm. into. Mm -hmm. And so the chopstick is held. The two tips are held together, but this little plastic piece opens up as a V. So then kids can put their hand, yeah on the back little plastic piece and they squeeze it and then it opens up the chopsticks to pick something up. I quite like some of those myself, to be quite honest. I know. Baby chopsticks. So wait, are you not good with chopsticks? No, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. Of course, you know, I'm married to somebody from, you know, um, that part of the world and lived in China. And I was, I was, um, the, (laughs) the funny thing was, I think the first place I lived where they use chopsticks was Vietnam. And I had no experience. I really struggled to start with. And in the end, I just got really so hungry. I just kind of picked up the rice bowl, put it above my head and just like shoveled the rice in, which is actually, uh, you know, quite an authentic way to finish off your rice. So sooner or later, I got to grips with it. Wooden ones, bamboo ones are so much easier than plastic ones. Plastic ones can be very slippy, whereas I think mm-hmm. the wood kind of grips much more. But no, I'm, re- I'm I'm fine now. Thank you very much. I've not used them for a while, actually. But um, yeah, um, I'm okay with chopsticks. My sister, bless her heart, my older sister, she loves using chopsticks. And when she comes round, my wife cooks like some rice you know mixed rice stir fry rice whatever and my my sister's like i want to use chopsticks it's like no you don't really you know it's it's hard to eat rice with chopsticks and also it's on a flat plate she's served it on a flat plate it's not in a bowl and she's like no i want to use chopsticks and she spends the next like three and a half hours chasing pieces of rice around the plate and she's very very stubborn jennifer she's very stubborn so is it sure you don't want to because in thailand it's a spoon and a fork you know to eat your rice far easier yeah. Um, so, I mean, we've, I feel, honestly, like we've only just got 
started, but you know, time's already up. Time flies when you're talking manners. Yeah. I am now, I've got to go anyway, because I'm going to a posh dinner with lots of knives and forks and spoons. When you finish your dinner, mm. what do you do with your cutlery? Good. Well, you leave half past six. <laughs> half past, so you put them together in the middle of your plate. Uh, yeah, from the, yeah. Um, if you leave them at like 7.20, you've not finished. <laughs> yeah. Are you so the same? So, of course, anyone listening, if you're, re- if you're hearing that, that's referencing the arms on a clock yeah. in the position that they should be. Is it, yeah. the, is it the same for you? We're the same. Yep. And, so, if this... Sorry, go ahead. You may know this already, but if you eat with chopsticks, I believe this is right. Again, if it's not, please, uh, you know, please call in. Um, leave them on top of your bowl, not sticking up in your bowl. It's bad luck. Oh, lie good them, to know. Lie them flat across the top of your bowl, please, dear listeners. Well, if this podcast episode were a dinner, I would be putting my cutlery at six o'clock. Half past six. Half past six. Yeah, me too. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to put our knife and fork at half past six. Enjoy your day. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for listening. Have fun, everyone. Bye. 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 Hello, welcome back. Because we're talking about table manners this week, it's the perfect opportunity to discuss modal verbs. Modal verbs for advice and modal verbs for obligation. So obligation, really, there are two, and they are the modal verbs have to, and must. We don't really use have to in a table manners situation because have to is used when we have rules from the outside. And what I mean by that is if you go to school, then school rules. Or if you're working, then your working rules or rules from the government, from external forces. So, for example, you have to do your homework because the school says. Or you have to be in the office by 9am. Or you have to pay your taxes because the government says. Because we're talking about table manners, this is more to do with family. It's more to do with must rather than have to. And we use must when we strongly advise someone to do something. Should is for advice and must is for very strong advice. So actually, if you listen to our conversation, you could imagine Jennifer's parents saying should and my father saying must. It's his opinion. It comes from inside of him. It's not a government rule. It's not a work rule or a school rule. It's a personal rule from my father, but it's a very strong rule. So he would say things like, you must put your soft food on your fork first. You must keep your elbows off the table. And you must ask politely before you're allowed to leave the table when you've finished. For advice, but not such strong advice, if you think maybe must 
is like a hundred percent should is maybe 60 or 70 percent it's advised something you should do so then maybe jennifer's dad might say you should sit up at the table and you should keep your elbows off the table it's more like helpful friendly advice rather than a hard fast rule there will be lots more examples in the study plan and there'll also be exercises for you to complete. So just to summarise, have to is 100% obligation, but from the outside. Must is 100% obligation, but it's personal. So from somebody you know, it's their opinion, not a rule from the government. And should is for advice. It's kind of like 60%, whereas must is 100%. Thanks. Bye.